Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in this big wide world. This is our wondrous world. About this world so full of wonders. And I am Helena Stanley Hornstein, speaking to you yet again from sunny and beautiful South Florida. Great to be with you. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I see our best medicine. This is the best medicine. And as you know, I'm not a medical doctor. I uh, cannot prescribe or talk about medication or how you're going to get well with medication. But when I talk about getting well, I'm talking about my own experience, what I have seen out there for people, for others, for family, for myself, so I know pretty much what I'm saying. And of course, what I'm really talking about is spirit, this higher power that knows all and sees all and can really help you at all times. What is the best medicine? Well, it depends what what you need at that particular time. So one thing, and you might be surprised to hear about it, that is simply having a good laughter. Ha, 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 fun, fun, fun. That is the best medicine. Have you noticed that really fun people, happy people seem to be, things seem to be going well for them? Because when you are happy and when you laugh a lot, it will actually make you well, it will make you happy if these are not fake laughters, but it will make you even look more beautiful. Your skin will be brighter. You will shine in a different way. So laughter is actually not anything that we just come up with. This, oh, you have to have fun. And then someone will say, oh, no, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I cannot laugh. Well, if you don't, you're really going to die. And we're all going to die one day. So now be serious. I'm actually joking, of course. And it's one thing that we have to learn, and that is to laugh at ourselves at all times. Countries have different cultures with different sense of humor. I think the ones who laugh at themselves almost most are the English. And also a certain type of American, you know, the black community, I think they have the nice sense of humor because they can laugh at themselves and their problems. They have had so much that they've had to suffer through. And as one woman told me, you know, we have to laugh, otherwise we wouldn't have made it. But then the one who first came up with this brilliant thing that laughter is the best medicine was a French surgeon who was born in the 1200, in the late 1200, and lived into the 1300. His name was Dr. Henri de Montville. And I didn't even know there were surgeons at that time. And my God, did they cut into people with what? (laughs) Your knives, big knives, evidently. And what kind of anesthesia did they use? Well, They had to pump people up with alcohol, I understand. But 
it must have been a terrible thing to to have to have surgery in those days. But this doctor, he said that, you know, the best medicine is the laughter. And of course, if you can laugh through that, God, you're brilliant. You are a survivor. So that is what I'm saying. But then there was a man in the 1970s who brought that subject up again. This, his name was Norman Cousins. He's not with us anymore, but he was at that time in the 1900s. My God, I can't believe I even talk about it like this historically, like somewhere far, far away. But it, this was like in the early, I think, 1970s or uh, late 1960s that he was the uh, he was a journalist, he was an author, and he was very well known at that time. I think he was a conservative uh, author, also if that matters at all. But anyway, he was, and he got the diagnosis from his doctor that he was extremely sick, and of course he knew he was sick, and they took him into the hospital, and he had been given this prognosis that he had one chance in 500 to survive. He had some kind of uh, inflammatory disease that, you know, made him capable of many things and, of course, was in constant pain. So now he was in the hospital and he wanted to get well. He wanted to get out there. Remember, he had a lot to do. He was a journalist. He, he was writing books. He he was out in the field in New York. He was, people knew him. He had a good time. So he wanted to get well. And he had heard this old-fashioned remedy about laughing is the best medicine. In the 1970s, you didn't have like videos, snippets on your phone or anything. You didn't have that kind of phone. So you had to rent yourself movies. But he decided if he could laugh most of the time, he would recover and get better and better. So where he was in the hospital, he managed to have this organized for him that he got, you know, everything, the equipment installed into his, in his room. And uh, where he had, of course, a single room. And there he was sitting, watching, or lying in bed, watching comedies and funny things, funny things all through the day. And the hospital, they could hear those laughters roaring through the halls. And other patients began to complain or wonder, where is the party? What's going on here? We're sick. We don't want to hear this laughter. But Norman Cousins kept on laughing and laughing and laughing. Do you know, he cured himself. He got out of the hospital. He laughed himself back to good health again. And that's why I want to call this particular time we have together today that, you know, medicine, it overrides so very, very much. Do you know that laughter is an immune system booster? And that is not what I'm saying. This is what science has proven, that it improves your immune system. 
And I can hear someone out there who's not feeling right, well right now said, oh, this is not serious. How can I laugh now when I'm feeling so sick? Yeah, make an effort. Try to start to smile. Think something funny. And just when you're laughing, you cannot feel pain. You can't because you're laughing. <laughs> it's just the way it is. So if you really want to fight your sickness, begin to give your whole sense of humor a big, big boost. Sense of humor as medicine is not that novel again, because if you know your Bible, they talk about that way back in Proverbs, where they say something that a merry heart is the great medicine. With joy in your heart, you will get well. With a merry heart, you will recover. And of course, the opposite is that when you are sad, then spirit will break your bones. And also, spirit will just not help you, break your bones. Maybe that's in the translation. But spirit will break your, your, your gust for survival, that spirit of survival. Anyone who has been very sick and just have been in that position of choosing. I had that uh, not too many years ago, I think four years or something like this ago, when I was hit by a serious case of very rapid C. diff. You can Google C-diff, C, the letter C, D-I-F-F, if you don't know what it is. And it was just totally breaking me down. And I lost weight. You would believe I was lighter before. <laughs> now I was just down to bone. And no one believed I would get over it. No one believed I could survive it. And the first thing I refused was medical treatment. Because we tried that at first, but for me, it didn't work. It just weakened me. It killed my resistance somehow. I have a lot of guts. You know, I really have a lot of guts. So I needed that to defend myself against this, this enemy. And that was what it was. So you might be listening right now, and you have that enemy within you. Or remember what I'm saying now for maybe some time when you have to tell someone else or do this or do, don't do that. But, you know, you have yourself as your best friend at this time when you're not feeling well. So laughter is an, assist, an immune system booster. Use it and will make you feel better. It will even make you prettier. Did you know that? It's really what they have proven. So smile. Smile. And someone said, you are exhausting less muscles when you are happy and smile than when you are kind of not happy. Because then you are engaging more muscles, they say, that is making your face heavier and heavier and heavier. So now, 
your emotions matter. And that comes in with this, with the laughter. Your emotions matter very, very much. And everything I'm saying now about medicine, well, this is not only medicine to get well. This is medicine to be successful and happy and get over God knows what, maybe even depression. So try that laughter and laugh at things that make you laugh and not thinking, oh, that's stupid. No, laugh instead at the ridiculous things you can see just in nature. And sometimes I say, God has a really big sense of humor. Once you know this power, God, you realize, yes, God has a big sense of humor, but we don't understand it. We have to start to see the comical side of certain things. So going back to the laughter, that Norman Cousins, he had he got many people since he was conservative and many well everyone around him was kind of conservative. He had this old school of belief around him. They were very upset and said, Oh, you're so anti scientific and you are irrational. You're trying to turn the clock back <laughs> Well instead he was looking forward. But this was what, what the old school, what they all said. So uh, he, he just didn't care about the criticism. He kept on laughing and laughing. And he worked with his doctor. Remember, he was in the hospital. And they did laugh himself. He did laugh himself back to good health, as I said. So I had a program on national radio a few years ago, and uh, there we brought up that there is enough scientific scientific proof today that optimism, laughing, and having a good mindset will improve your health. So now, translated to what I have been saying all along, what you put first at the moment in your mind, that is what works. So if you now feel depressed and want to stay that way, and remember that's your choice. Oh yeah, it is. Even if you feel it's not because someone else did something to you. No. Now you have you and you have the choice to get better again. But translated to what I'm saying today all the time is, remember the first commandment. And what is the commandment the first commandment, what you put first in your life means the most. If you put this desire, this wish first in your life, you will feel so much better at all times. And then if you imagine that you now sit in a ray of light, that makes it even more forceful. So now, at this moment, just practice this for a little moment. Feel good about yourself. Feel optimistic about yourself. And suddenly, you're putting yourself in an imaginary big bubble of light. And the light is shining in through all your pores. And the light is filling in with, you know, all your 
cells are being filled with light. All through you, you are now showered by light. All around you, you are now showered with light. You feel it and you know it. And now you begin to feel joy in your heart. We are going to do a a creative meditation in about 15 minutes or so. So stay on and listen to that if you don't know the effect of the light. Do you know that when you're laughing, you increase your oxygen and your endorphins, which improves your mood? And it will, at that time, of course, reduce your pain. So I come up with these little things for you that you could use. And it is scientific. I know particularly my dear friends in Sweden, and I have many listeners in Sweden now. Sweden and America are the ones who are leading the list right now. And everything in Sweden particularly is so scientific. It has to be scientific. It has to be scientific. And every day in the news you get something. Oh, the scientists are saying, the research are saying that. So we get that kind of seed every day that the scientists have now concluded that this and this works. So it's nothing new for particular Swedes. Now, also, one thing in all this is uh, your power of imagination. You have to imagine that you're getting well again. You just have to take it as a fact. You are determined. And when this man, Norman Cousins, was was in the hospital and was laughing, well, he imagined that he was well and getting better. And he had also set up that goal. I am well. I am getting better. And you know, instead of saying, I'm getting better, conclude this. I am well. Because I have already determined that I'm well in my mind. This is what I wish for. This is what I want to have. So now just say, I am well. And start to give thanks for this. I am well. I am well. Thank you for making me well. In all this, whenever you have a wish, and it could be a wish for a new spouse or for good health or Whatever you have in your heart, your emotions matter at the same time. If you wish for something and if you don't quite believe it in your heart, I'm not sure it's going to work that well. But if you wish for something and start to feel the joy and start to create ideas what you're going to do with this new position of yours or the new spouse or or the new partner or you're going to do with this new health of yours when you now feel well again. What are we going to do now? So you start to put in the joy and planning in your mind. And now it will be easy to get well. I deal with many who are on on chemotherapy uh, with doctors, and they said, 
oh, can I do the light at the same time? Would that not mess it up? And I said, no, the light will never mess up anything except for the darkness. And chemo destroys all your cells, the good and the bad. And what we have found with the light, and that is also proven, that people have built up the good cells again because they have felt so good again. It would only mean that they're good cells functioning again. I had one lady who went for her chemo every week. And um, when she first went there, she was like, oh, I remember her. She had like her skin was yellow and she looked so sick and weak and she could hardly walk. And she came to me at that condition. I almost sent her back home and said, you know, I don't know if I can work with you. But she said, I want you to. And I said, okay, you have to continue your medical treatment. You have to go for your chemo. And I said, I'll give you light. And she came faithfully. After her treatment with the chemo, she came to me and I kind of filled her with the light. Do you know, she got stronger and stronger and stronger. All the other people who went for the chemo, then they got weaker and weaker. They might have got, you know, healed in the process, but they got weaker and weaker. This woman got stronger and stronger. She started to go jogging, which is almost like a miracle, you know, when you are under that kind of strong treatment. She was feeling so great during the time. And, of course, when the chemo was done, you know, she was fine. And all her cells that she had lost in the chemo had been built up again. This is what I say that I wish that the medical field and the alternative field could work together. And this is not me doing it. It is me being an instrument for you to improve your relationship with what I call the white light. What is the white light? It's not a lamp that I turn on, for sure. And it's not sunshine, although sunshine is wonderful. The white light is the highest form of energy. It is what I call the God flame or the God energy. It is absolutely unlimited. Absolutely unlimited in power. And you, we, all of us, have that power within us. For some people, it may seem like, oh no, you're just telling this. No, this is what it means to be created in the image of God. It is the light that we have within us. And when I say, also in the Bible, it says, remember, I'm a minister, so I'll tell you my stuff. <laughs> but my interpretation, because I'm a healer and work with people every day, my interpretation is different from a minister who sees just the value in the written word. I go from, you know, what is happening in real life. And Jesus was a healer. And he said, I am the light. And that this was his way. And that was his truth. And this is 
what is also your truth. I'm not religious, but I do come up with all these pointers, you know, that are there. And remember, when they said here in, in Proverbs, which is in the Old Testament, that was written before Jesus was born, you know. So it was a long, long time ago, they say it was King Solomon, his time. So that was, you know, what was it, like 800 years before Christ or so? So again, a merry heart is like good medicine. And a broken spirit will break your bones. So broken spirit, you know, that is when you don't believe in your spirit. When you believe in your spirit, then the spirit within you is whole again. And you will have access to a lot of power. So, well, I um, kind of wanted to add a few more things that you were imagination again as I said you have to imagine yourself getting better now in your words if you are sick and you keep on saying I'm so sick oh I'm so sick oh god I'm so sick (laughs) oh how can I get better then you keep on saying that to your own subconscious mind and your subconscious mind has the direct connection to that higher power within you. And it's going to be very hard to to recover if you say so often that you are sick. I don't like that word even, sickness. I always tell my clients to, to tell themselves that they live in a situation, not that they have a sickness. No, you have a situation, and you know situations are temporary. You can get out of situations, depending how you deal with it. So that's why I feel to remove that word from your vocabulary of sickness. And of course, you get reminded from your, your surrounding all the time, because you have already told your surrounding you're not feeling well. So they keep on saying that to you again and again. One thing that is uh, forgotten in many ways is how you breathe. And I had uh, a pneumonia. I tended to get pneumonia at one time in my life. I got one after the other. And I even lost, you know, lost a line, but lost in quotation marks because it had kind of collapsed and grown into the ribs. And how do you cure that? I don't know how medically you cure that. At that time, I was married to Dr. Steiner, and he had all those fantastic um, connections all over Europe, and got me to a breathing expert. And I was breathing myself back to a full lung capacity again. I was breathing in big, organized breathing sessions, half an hour, three times a day. And together with those breathing sessions, I put my body in a certain way, you know, like my arms out or my legs bent to something like this. So 
the muscles will get the oxygen depending on how my body was moving. And of course, if you do aerobics, that has the same effect. But you know, aerobics three times a day, that's a lot of hard work. So not everyone would do that. But it has exactly the same effect. And he, the specialist there also said that, you know, you just do these breathing exercises and you will always be well. And you will not get cancer. That was his idea. You know, I'm not saying that. But you will not get this and you will not get and your heart will be fine. Your brain will be excellent. You know, all these things. Because all parts of you will get this oxygen coming to you. And as I said, your oxygen, that is what we need for, for our living, for, to be alive. Without the air, we are not here. So the breathing is very, very, very interesting. And, of course, exercise. I start my morning with a mile walking, you know, walking a mile every morning. And I don't particularly like it, but I do it fast to get it over with fast. <laughs> and if I didn't do that, I wouldn't feel as good as I do in my physical body. So everyone has developed some, or if you want to go for workouts or you want to go for exercises or something like this. But you have to find your way to stay well. And, uh, of course, then to be happy because your emotions matter. Diet, of course, a clean diet is very, very important for everyone. So I think, uh, and eat, you know, Someone said, oh, you have to talk about honey sometime because honey is, is the original medication. And I know uh, when I lived in Miami and so many of my friends were Latin from South America, and they had this thing about honey, or oh, you have to eat honey, or you have to make tea with honey in it. <laughs> you, but don't give it to your little, little babies because it's not good for babies. Or it could be bad. If I say honey is probably good, but something that comes with the honey that is not, not good for little babies. So wait till they're over one year old. So um, honey is something, one of those things that we should develop more knowledge about because it has been around for thousands and thousands of years as some kind of medication. So um, we will do our little meditation, a healing meditation again. And I am Helena Steiner-Hornstein. You get me through Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com. Dr. D.R. Helena, info, short for information, at yahoo.com. My website is Body Soul Connection, www. Body Soul Connection. My other website, activeveil.com or speakingtoyourheart.com, is being uh, worked on and it's being secured and, you know, it's being actually worked on properly. So it will start to come up maybe in 10 days or so, should be ready or, or a week. I'm not quite sure, but fairly soon. So you can reach me through bodysoulconnection.com. And now we will start doing the little meditation. It's actually not 
a real meditation. It's more than that. It's a healing process. So all you have to do is relax, is to relax and be part of the process. If you hear music in the background, it might not come through at times, but that is Stephen Halpern's beautiful music. He's given me kind permission to play this music on earth. Oh, well. So now begin to relax and relax and relax. You take a deep, deep breath and your eyes are closed. And your eyes will remain closed till I say, open your eyes again. You breathe quietly and you are so completely, completely relaxed. If you hear birds, they're outside. They're happy birds outside. They're beginning to nest now. So they're singing. Singing for you, where you are in the world. These are Florida birds, wild birds. (laughs) And you relax now. And relax. And relax. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. You take in. Yes, one more deep breath and you feel so relaxed, so very, very relaxed. And you imagine yourself far, far away in the night on the other side of this planet Earth in a place where you have wanted to visit before. And now you do so in your own imagination. Way up high in the sky, you see all these stars twinkling and shining. And you know, the stars that you see up in the sky, they also belong to your inner universe. Because you are right now part of this big, big universe. And this big, big universe is part of you. You relax and relax and relax. I am a shiny light. You imagine that. And it's night time, and you stand on the beach. In front of you, you have a big ocean. Behind you, you have lots of growth of trees, of plants. You feel so safe and secure. So very, very safe and secure. I am of the light. I am, I am. You still feel who you are, that you are created in the image of this power, meaning you have that light and access to that light within you. 
And you imagine it's in your chest area, all the way down to your solar plexus. And it's spreading out over the whole body now. You feel it so strongly. And at the same time, you begin to look at the stars. And here you see a few of the stars just in the center of the sky. A few of the stars are beginning to rotate in a circle. They're forming a rotating circle faster and faster and faster. And as they do so, they are now creating a lot and a lot of light in the center, in between all the stars, in the center of this rotating circle. And they're building up more and more light. And you know, this is what you are doing within you now as well. You are building up a lot of rotating light within you. I am a shiny light. I am of the light. You know who you are. Yes, you know who you really, really are. You are light. And it makes you so happy. You smile. And now, you smile in a way, so you laugh. <laughs> and, you know, the more you laugh in your life, the happier you will be. There will always be a way and a reason to laugh. Because it is good for you to laugh. I'm smiling. I smile always when I do the meditation because this is how spirit is talking to me. And I receive all these words and the words are getting stronger and stronger within me right now. I know who I am. I'm a shiny light and that light gives me power to experience joy and happiness, and love. Love and light goes together. Love and light go together beautifully. I am a shiny light. I am a shiny light. And joy and love and light go beautifully together as well. And you take a deep breath now. You feel the light. And suddenly you look up in the sky. And you see that circle of light has now opened up into the sky. And everything is bright and light behind the stars. And a big, big ray of light is now descending all across the sky, down upon you. 
You receive the light. You feel it. You decide it is making you feel better and better and better. You make up your mind. The light is helping you feel better and better. And now you make you make it feel so easy. It makes you laugh. It makes you smile. You feel so relaxed. So completely relaxed. And now you're still on the beach in your imagination. And it's now turned into daytime. All darkness has disappeared. Everything is shiny, bright and light all around you. And you turn around and you walk into nature. You walk across the beach and in among the bushes and in among the trees and flowers on the ground. And you take a big, deep breath. You feel so relieved and so protected. Being among all this greenery, you are amazed how comfortable that feels for you. And now, you walk over grass, green, strong, lush grass is growing on the ground. Your feet are now bare. And your skin is picking up on the green energy, the green healing energy of nature. And it goes in through your feet and into your body. And you receive that healing energy into your body, in through your feet, up your legs and into your body. You feel so strong now. So very, very strong. And you feel safe and secure. I am the light. This is who I am. You know that now. And again, it means that you have that creation of positive creativity, of building up new and healthy for you. And you are amazed at the many possibilities that are ahead of you. You accept the good wishes from others. You accept the help from others as well. And you accept the help from this universe that is actually there for you at all times. And now, it's time to come back to the here and now. Don't open your eyes until I say so. One, you are safe and secure. One, two, three, four. I love, I love the light within me. 
This is what it means to love your neighbor as you love yourself. You love the light within you. You are so safe knowing that this is so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And now you open your eyes again. And this is Helena Steiner-Hornstein. I do private consultations every day over Skype or over your cell phone or over your landline. Just make an appointment at Dr. Helena, Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. Thank you so very much and visit my website again, bodysoulconnection.com. And read my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. Thank you.